Welcome to Inspiration to Creation. If you're feeling a little bit directionless in creating an authentic life or business for yourself, you've arrived at the perfect destination. Together, we'll hear from inspiring guests, we'll share stories and strategies to help us lead a more purpose-led life. The journey from inspiration to creation is always powered by purpose. I'm so thrilled that you're here to start that journey today. I am thrilled to welcome Kayla Moon to, <laughs> to Inspiration to Creation. You may know her, you may follow her. She is the amazing creative <laughs> queen of X Floss, which is a floral, how do you describe it? Floral boutique? Floral Floral studio. Studio. Yeah. Wonderful. As well. Kind of covers all. Yeah, yeah. All basis. Yeah. Yeah. Just the creative queen. Um, as well as the mama bear to stay, say, stay soft studio. We did what? that as tongue a tongue twister. twister. Yeah. It's like she so Stay soft studio. Wowee. Yeah. I've said it enough. <laughs> I bet you have. So that's where we are being hosted here today. And I have to say that you're definitely a beacon of being unapologetically yourself. Like that is how you come across. And thanks that is why I'm so excited to get stuck <laughs> into this conversation today. Cutie. So thanks for joining me. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely. And I have to start by asking Kayla Moon. Yeah. Is this your real name? It's so close to Sailor Moon and I absolutely love it. I know, and right? I feel like you have some Sailor Moon energy about you. Totally. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I used to get teased in primary school and I. And it used to hurt my feelings, and now I'm like, that's sick. Like, so cool. Why was I ever, yeah. Anything. No, yeah. my mum's a total hippie, and when she was um, 21, she had me, and her maiden name was Paula Lanigan, mm. and my birth name was Kayla Rose Lanigan Unscarred, mm -hmm. my dad's and my mum's, and then she decided that we weren't daughters of our families, but the moon being the goddess. And so she wow. changed her name to Sienna Moon and my name to Kayla Moon. And so it's legally on my birth certificate, but I had a name change when I was one. Sure. Without my consent, but I would have probably consented. Yeah. Given the much more rounder Kayla Moon. Yeah. I was it's actually going to ask, that was going to be my follow-up to ask, like, do you think you're influenced by the last name of Moon? But Definitely. Yeah, like you really like almost chosen it and then lent into yeah. that identity for sure that's so great because i do think so many of us are influenced by our last name whether we know it or not but we say it all day every day and we are that i identity. think so i like i had a teacher in high school that really believed in that like um whatever your your name is it's what you hear vibrationally and yeah. so that you will become those sounds or that meaning yeah because you literally hear it all the time like yeah. it kind of perpetuates absolutely mm. it's so interesting it is so tell me more about young kayla young what kayla was she like? um apparently i was one of those young people who got told i was wise beyond my years too many times <laughs> um like my mom as I said, was a hippie. So we used to go to like satsang and Vipassana and all these like big group quiet meditations. And I'd be like the only kid that was allowed there because I would wow. sit really well and yeah. just do the meditation when I was like four. Yeah, and I used to listen to my Narnia um, uh, tape. Yeah. I like all the Chronicles of Narnia tape and draw all of these mandalas in little journals that I had. So I think I was very like, 
creative and in my own world, but really, I was really good with adults from a very young age. Um, and like my dad said, when I first met his girlfriend, who's now his wife, my stepmom Liz, he took me out for a date with her and we sat at a coffee place together in Melbourne somewhere and I was two and she said she couldn't believe it. She walked in, I was just like sipping tea with my dad. Hi, T. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was also pretty wild because I came from like a broken family and had really young hippie parents and they were doing the best with what they had, but it was pretty difficult at times. Mm. So I also acted out a bit like I had friends on my street and we would just go and like break bottles and spray paint shit and like sneak out of home. Yeah, and... that rebellious thing. Yeah, yeah. but like it started young. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up very fast. I think because I'd been told so many times, like, oh, you're so wise beyond your years, and da 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 da. And then that kind of like folded in on itself. I ended up dropping out of high school at 16 and moving out of home and being like, oh, yeah? Yes. (laughs) You want an adult? (laughs) Like, yeah. Today. Yeah. Wow, how's that? Mm. So when you like look back at where you are right now and the Kayla that you are today, are there a few key points that really stand out in your journey that you think, yeah, that was so pivotal there, there and there? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think like probably just growing up in, in Byron with like an alternative single mum and being like privy to seeing such unconventional lifestyle. Like, mm-hmm nobody around me lived in like a mainstream way. Like when I tell people the properties, about the properties I grew up on or like the kind of things that I'd seen, you know, under the age of 10, people have still never seen that sort of thing, you know? And it's like, so I feel, even though it was difficult at times because I felt like a weirdo when I went to a public school and Mm. I like was embarrassed to have people over at my house because it was a teepee or a bus or a, you know? (laughs) It's like now looking back on it, I'm like, that's sick. Like I'm glad that I got to see really different, diverse groups of people. Like, you know, we used to live on communities where there's like, you know, this cool lesbian tattoo artist who lives down in a caravan with her dog and then a single mum with four boys and like, who's an artist. And like, that's, was definitely, I guess, it's not a one moment, but that's a big reason why I am the way I am. For sure. Um, And then what else? Yeah, dropping out of high school and moving down to Melbourne. What was the reasoning for that other than a screw you I'm out of here was um, there a destination or a, I'm gonna do this yeah you're going for I was so eager to become an artist yeah <laughs> at a young age and I was so obsessed with like factory girl and like films like 24-hour party people and I just saw all these really like young kind of like rebel rock and roll people and I was just like I just want to be that and I need to do it now like yeah, I was sure. just like burning and I just couldn't sit through school. Like I was okay at school, but I found it really hard to do something that someone else told me to five days a week. I had a real problem with authority and like structure. It really doesn't work for me unless Mm. I'm in control of it. Mm. Well, it sounds as if you didn't really have that kind of structure in your home life. Well, yeah. Odd to then go to someone else's home to school yeah yeah Yeah, I found it it makes sense it doesn't to work like in my own fluidity makes for a productive me yes but it 
I find it really hard in other people's. That's why I work for myself and that's why I learnt from a very young age that I need to work for, my, for myself. Like, I got fired from every single job I ever had for anyone else. Oh my goodness. Because I just, sometimes I just wouldn't show up. Yeah. And that's not because I didn't care or that once I was at the job, I didn't do a good job, but I just, something that happened to me when my cortisol levels or something were better, getting built, it's just like, I just can't show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just couldn't, just couldn't do it. How <laughs> you? So, yeah. what age were you at when you started X Force? I was twenty-three. So, yeah, well, or twenty-two, twenty-three. Yeah, on the cusp. Yeah. Um, and I'm almost twenty-nine. So, yeah, six, seven years. Yeah. Does it look similar today to the X Force that started? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely different. Like, yeah. I started, I was working, actually the only job I never, I didn't get fired from was my last floristry job. I worked at the St. Vincent's Hospital um, florist that is no longer there. And just, I worked for a couple um, and it was just me and one other girl. Mm. And I was there five days a week and it was pretty quiet. So when it was quiet and I'd done all my jobs, it wasn't really one of those jobs where you had to look busy because mm. that, you know, there's literally not nothing left <laughs> yeah. to do. Um, and so I would just start making, like playing with the flowers. Sure. My boss didn't mind and I would just take photos of them. And my best friend at the time had started studying floristry as well. And I just was in this kind of like art scene where there was no flowers. Yeah. Like I was going to art exhibitions and dance parties and festivals and there was like flowers nowhere. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck like why aren't why are the flowers only at like weddings and corporate events and like why aren't they in this more like niche culture so i said to ali that we should just start like doing dj booths and raves and stuff wow and she got really drunk at a dance party and went up to the people um who ended who ended up being a couple of our best friends they run a dance party called waxo paradiso and she was just like your decor's shit we can do it better <laughs> and i'm so glad she did because that we got our first job with them wow which did is actually you... here seriously seriously Where we are now? before it was renovated talk about a full circle i know wow. i know it was called soul for wine it was djs and like a wine tasting and mm. we did these big um gyp sculptures with blue phalaenopsis and um that was the start and then it was literally cowgirl as hell like me and ali were just working out of our backyard in preston mm. driving around my like old mercedes that was fucked like to put flowers into it was so hard like getting out on the like you know sides of roads with like chipped palm leaves that had silver paint all over them and like just yeah making it just happen. making it, making it like it was total like a passion project it wasn't a, we didn't set it up as a business it just yes. kind of like snowball and then we were like oh fuck we need to get an abn and oh shit we like we weren't like we're gonna start a floristry business yeah. and we're gonna do it the right way and it was just it like, like and yeah yeah it was just a mess it's just a vomit of creativity yeah pretty much and then when we started getting bigger jobs i was like we need to get a bank account and a contract and yeah. like a I need to like sort my shit out because yeah. this is bigger than just like taking $500 cash for something, you know? Absolutely. So it kind of all happened to us. Like I used to describe floss that it was like 
I had this little thing on a leash and it was always like I had I couldn't like tame it <laughs> and then I finally like took it to puppy school <laughs> and I was sure. like okay <laughs> like, you need an ABA time to be obedient <laughs> yeah wow yeah. so I'm assuming that the reception from those gigs where you told them they actually need flowers mm. it was well received yeah How and now it's quite common like you know six seven years ago flowers still yeah weren't in those spaces and now mm. there's a couple of other really cool florists like um that i'm friends with that do that sort of thing now yeah. as well and it's really cool to see flowers turn more into a medium the last 10 years like i'm one of a you know probably a group of like 20 to 25 florists in victoria that have been pushing flowers as an art form for the last yeah. 10 years and then like you know, Hattie Malloy, Cecilia Fox, the women that kind of are the generation above me yes. were kind of the start of that. Yes. But it's it wasn't really recognised as an art form or something that would be in more art spaces. Which now, with the representation of flows kind of everywhere in all these spaces. Yeah. It seems wild that it I know. Wasn't it wasn't. Yeah. Isn't it crazy? It really is. Yeah, and it wasn't too long ago. Yeah. Yeah, That's but amazing. it's been normalized now and I'm so glad because it is it's an incredible art form. Like there's It really is. It's like if you're thinking about a medium, like there's so much to do. The only thing that's difficult about it, but I also love is that it's perishable. Of course. So like so, with most sculpture mediums, you can probably keep it. Yeah. You know? This has a very short shelf life. Yeah. So what are but we But it talking? can be composted, which is yeah, great. Exactly. Yeah. So when you're doing installations, whether it be, say, a wedding or a corporate event or for a shoot, whatever it may be, is there an underlining intention that you're going in there to portray? As in, like, do I have a concept to the piece? Yeah, is there always something you're like, as long as I hit this certain piece or make someone feel this certain way, this will be successful to me. That yeah. is my intention. Yeah, well, I think, that? like, my intention, oh, like, my ethos, I guess, over the whole period is, like, bringing nature to people and putting it in places it otherwise wasn't. Mm. Like, living in, you know, a, an urban environment and kind of showcasing nature in an interesting way so that people look twice so that people yeah might second guess their relationship with nature or how they view it and like that's successful to me and like showing people like natural beauty mm -hmm. um but also in a grotesque or like more alluring way so they might think about it a bit more yeah it is thought-provoking the way that you Put everything together mm. it is very different to yeah. the way i would traditionally have seen yeah flowers being arranged totally so, and even just the fact that you're forever using like rocks and moss yeah. and all these things that traditionally we don't bring into our homes we don't bring into these spaces flowers yeah mm. we bring those into these spaces but all these other forms that you know like it's a bit dirty and you're like ah like it's quite harsh let's not bring those inside mm. but you are which yeah. i really appreciate i think it yeah, that thought-provoking piece, it really does make us think twice, like, ah, oh, 
If we can bring that into this space, yeah. what else can we bring in here? Totally. And like, what does that do for our psyches and like nervous system when there's more natural materials around? Mm. You know, like I've always had this theory that like, why have we othered ourselves and separated ourselves from earth so much mm. and like resourced everything from the ground and then fucked it up mm. to create like a Something container else. that we're separate from it like mm. we're not separate from it mm. and so I think that's a big part of my kind of like like secret push is like it's right here yeah you know it's right under our nose the whole time yeah Let's stop putting a barrier up yeah there. and make people feel more comfortable around it like mm. I love using dirt as well like soil I love it when florists do like big soil installations and stuff it's like yeah raw raw materials so where do you get your inspiration from um lots of different places mm. like i think it depends what i'm going through at the time like i find that i get i either go between like color or shape as like a main kind of um design direction mm. like last year i got really obsessed with block coloring and this year i think i'm more obsessed with shape and how the overall shape looks like I don't not as interested in the colors as sure. much anymore yeah, that's interesting. Um, and I think that that's yeah generally coming from something like emotional that I'm wanting to express or something that I'm going through but I think I try like inspiration wise like so much is filtered through what I'm watching what I'm listening to other art that I'm looking at mm -hmm. um, like different things that I guess are coming into my field um, and yeah like some like pop culture and what's coming in and I realize we'll be like doing a design and I'm like oh that's coming from like a meme that I might have seen or like yeah. you know in retrospect yeah like, oh, actually yeah that's what I've created yeah exactly yeah um, but yeah a lot of the time like other artists my own emotions and then like the design principles I'm either I'm kind of sticking in one like if it's shape or color or line sure. I'm like I'm line obsessed yeah. right now you yeah. know and me and Claudia talk about it all the time with like being a florist you get really into something and then if you overuse it you can't stand it anymore you're like I'm done with that now we're moving on to the yeah next thing. like yeah. you know we were doing so so many gerberas or then we were doing so much hydrangea and then we were doing so much moss and rocks and it's like like after I did that big rock install I was like I simply couldn't put another rock Come look at them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, moss is probably the one thing I haven't gotten over, which okay. is interesting. Um, it's just such a good material, I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. <laughs> but like most other things, if I overuse them, like when I go through a period of obsessing over them and wanting to use them for everything and show them to everyone and put them everywhere, I'm like, don't. That's it now. Now I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm quite an extreme person, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think so many creatives are. It's kind of like all or nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have tunnel vision on one thing and then it's like snap. What was I thinking? Like that's enough now. Yeah. On to the next thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm interested to understand your take on the fact that you're creating as a personal expression mm. of you, but generally speaking, it's being received by your clients and the people who look at it and watch it, that it's a creative expression of themselves. Mm. How does that duality sit with you? If you see it that way, like I find it quite like polarizing and I get confused mm. about the notion of 
creating for self-expression and also it being received as someone else's self-expression. So how does that sit with you? How do you find that? Really well, like I think I've kind of figured out over the years where the like fine line of nuances sits and I've had a lot of like difficult experiences where I've done something, you know, or expressed myself one way and then it hasn't been received well and I've had to redo it. Sure. Or I've done something perfectly for the client and I haven't liked it. But now I've learned like, depending on the job, the person, it's like I, that's why I have consultations with my clients because I'll be like, what do you want? And then I will make a recommendation based on what I think, you know, they want. Mm -hmm. So it's like this happy medium where I still want people's color preferences and I want to know how they got engaged or why they're they're throwing this influencer lunch or whatever and I gather that information and then I will feed that back to them and then we'll kind of work collaboratively based on my expertise like a lot Mm. of people I guess also I've got myself to a point where people come to me and understand that my style is unique and different mm. and so they're kind of that's why they're coming yeah they so come to you for a reason, yeah. yeah and like sometimes like when it's it's as well it's good money and it and it funds other smaller self-expression like I'm happy to do a job that is just me and Claudia just banging it out together and like it's not very creative but it's still we're still in our hands we're still talking about something or listening to music Mm. and then we get paid and I can do a photo shoot with a bunch of creatives later and it funds it you know and then I can be really weird (laughs) so it's like I think I've figured out that but it took a lot of years of like feeling upset and back and forth about my self-expression getting confused where the lines were but now I think I've got it pretty down like I haven't felt that for a long time yeah like if someone's ever like unhappy or whatever we're just like no worries we'll fix it like what do you want what do you need yeah the only time I ever really get frustrated is if people are kind of stepping that line of making changes like really last minute or whatever yeah and we've gone through an arduous design process sure which happens because that's also you know people are also emotional and they're spending a lot of money and they want to they want their thing to be perfect. Mm. And sometimes it's not even about us. Yeah. Something else that's going on on the run sheet. Which no you doubt, know. majority of the time it yeah. isn't about you. Yeah. yeah. But I think like I like high intense, like intense work environments. I love events. I love mm. being at like festivals before the event starts and everyone running around and behind stages. Mm. And like, it's my favorite. That chaos. Yeah, that chaos. And I think that's where it comes from as well. That self-expression where like, on the day you've done so much admin and so many meetings and design briefs back and forth and Claudia and I getting the you know tape measure out and doing this and trying to figure out the logistics and then when you get there and it's all done and you can just paint yeah it's like so relaxing how great that's when you're really yeah and that's also when you I think that self-expression comes out like Obviously, you stick to your brief as much as possible, but if you're like, oh, that would look really good, you can make that executive decision and just check with the client, hey, this looks better now that we're here, what do you think? And a lot of the time they're like, yeah. Yeah. And if they say no, you're like, all right. No worries. Yeah, next time. Yeah. Keep that idea for next time. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I've got that now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'll give it to someone else. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, What's my next question? Purpose. I want to talk about your purpose. Do you know what your 
core personal purpose is in life? Is it something you've articulated? Yeah, I mean, I think that I bring community together ultimately. Mm. Like that's my, I'm very social and extroverted and I tend to like light something up in people or make Mm. people feel comfortable easily. And so I do that. Even though it's a very small scale, Mm. like I'm not trying to like, you know, organize you know huge community like protests in this Mm. or that or the other like I just run my monthly markets and it's very small batch and like you know promoting shop shopping local and helps people in the community like young people platform their ceramic or their jewelry or whatever and they get a lot out of it Mm. and then like in here we've got um artists who you know and um like graphic designers and all different kinds of people who have somewhere that they can feel like safe in themselves to like work with other people and not just from home and being alone and you know but not in like a full-on corporate space or like you know and keep it affordable and the same with like yeah so stay soft is very much that like my other business outside Mm. of floss is very much community focused like that's why i started it i was like i just saw all these people around me that were working together and I was like we should all be in the same spot yeah because that'll be easier yeah yeah and it's grown into a lot more than that now but essentially that was the original like ethos Mm. and idea and yeah I mean I see it all the time now like it's pretty crazy the community we've created through the markets and just the space in general and how like all of our ex-residents like they still hang out or like they'll text me and be like oh we all got a coffee together or now we're working together on this job like I'll introduce people a lot of the time and then I'll look out you know on social media or in real life and I'll see them all still working together and I'm like you're a connector yeah Yeah. connect people so I think that's my like purpose for sure Mm. yeah that's so beautiful and I'm happy with that (laughs) that's enough it really seems and it's a full-time job having intimate relationships with all those people (laughs) you know I'm like okay you're like you know yeah making sure everyone's happy and how does x-floss fit into that I think x-floss is a bit more is a bit more like personal Mm. expression like that's somewhere where I can kind of like let my visual poetry out you know Mm -hmm. and it's like it I guess it's at community events but I couldn't really say that like you know having flowers in a space brings people together I mean to an extent I can see it I'd be reaching though I think for myself people can gather around totally I've been in those situations where I don't know anyone but I'm standing next to someone who's also admiring. Yeah, the totally. It's like, okay, well, this is our connector. Yeah. Because now we can talk about, oh, isn't that so beautiful? Like, isn't yeah. that interesting? So I do think in a way that it's, it's probably the thread that ties it all together. Yeah. It's more so x is potentially more like personal and mm. then Stay Soft is more for the masses. Yeah, exactly. It's beautiful. Yeah, and I think as well, yeah, with floss it's just mainly about the like bringing the nature element as well Mm. it's like growing up in really heavy nature 
and then moving to an urban environment, it was like the only way I could really survive here. Must be so polarizing. Yeah. So when you did move, when you left when you were 16 to come to Melbourne, yeah. was that from Byron? Byron, yeah. Yeah, wow. Very polarizing. You're kind of yeah. in an instant living two completely different lives. Yeah, and it was because like I knew Melbourne well because I was born here and I've got family here and my dad's here. And so it wasn't as like, oh my God, I'm moving to this big city all alone. Like I lived with my dad for six months and then I moved out of home. Mm. So he kind of like, I grounded a bit in with him. Yeah. And then I found a share house when I was 17. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really big in terms of just like, I loved it. Like I just was obsessed with being in the city because it was so much more evocative to me at that time. Yeah. And I was just fed up with Byron and the kind of like social culture there and everything. Like I was just done. Mm. And, but yeah, it took me a while to kind of integrate both. Like I think it, yeah. probably until I was about like 17 to 21, I was like angry with Byron for a while. Like I'd go home and I'd love it and I'd feel good and I'd like cry on the plane because I was going to miss it. But it was, yeah, it was this weird like polarizing thing for and years. Like kind of mesh them together. Yeah. And now I also, I live in the bush as well. So I've like set myself up for success. Like I live in nature. Like yeah. I literally have kangaroos come up to my house How and an that? outdoor bath. And yeah. That means that I can be the cosmopolitan, busy part of myself sure. because I have that to go retreat to. Yeah. I think living in this city and having two businesses and all, like I just was exhausted all the time. It's safe to go home to. Yeah. 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 It feels like home. Mm. How beautiful. Mm. I want to know when you are feeling your most authentic self, what are you doing? Is that happening? most mm -hmm. of your day just some of your day like talk me through that yeah i think i think throughout my day like i would say if you wanted one answer in terms of like when i feel most authentically myself would probably be oh there's probably a couple but like by myself at home like in my outdoor bath doing mm. my like smudging or tarot or yoga or just yeah. like being in my like little hippie flow mm -hmm. um, or when I'm with my friends at like a dinner party having a wine and chatting and feeling really like harmonious in a social like a very safe social because I'm an extrovert mm -hmm. I think that I love I need a lot of time alone so that I can give to everyone yeah. and be my best version of myself outside but also when I do feel that like um, I guess being outside with people and like when I'm at my markets, like mm -hmm. I feel so good yeah. <laughs> when I'm just like running around, helping a million people, yeah. talking to a million people, smashing little bits of small talk. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the there's like the two extremes. Yeah. And then other times I'm like, and yeah, all the residents here, like Claudia, my business partner, Liam, like they would all know when I I'm not that and I need to go like and I just shut down like I'm, I can almost retreat. be rude like I'm like I'm going home nobody talk to me yeah because I can't be that without some days I like I'll just work from home for like three days in a row because I'm like I can't be distracted I mm. need to like zone in I need to seven incenses going <laughs> <laughs> really ground yeah yeah yeah, yeah. my house is like a temple yeah well I think that duality 
But it makes sense mm. to have the downtime so that you can have that fast-paced life. Yeah. Because it comes across to me that you are very unapologetically yourself. Like, that is the way that I receive you on socials and also in person. Would you say that that's true? Is that intentional? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I just get like... I don't, yeah, I get... I'm not fed up. Things don't annoy me that much, but I think that I went through such a intense, and I still do, like my mental health is something that I have to take pretty intensive care of, mm. but I've learned so many things over my like, you know, experience with therapy and alternative healing and acupuncture and yoga and all the things that like, even if I feel uncomfortable or insecure, it's better to just be myself because otherwise I become disassociative and I feel guilty and I experience mm. shame and like it's taken me a long time to get there and learn who I am and what I feel comfortable with and I think it's also learning that when I'm a bit uncomfortable because I am being really vulnerable or really like raw that that uncomfortability is also okay yeah like it's okay to be a bit like self-conscious or f have fear of judgment but if you're showing up as your best self or your most authentic self, it's still going to feel better than the uncomfortability of trying to hide yourself away or trying to posture yourself to be someone else. Because, like, I've done that so many times with partners, with friends, like, in on my social media in the past where I've, like, postured myself yeah. to try and, like, you know, um, satisfy somebody else mm. or some, something else. And that uncomfortability, comparatively to the uncomfortability of being a bit self-conscious of being really you, is way worse Absolutely. and way more harmful in the long run. Very much so. So I just can't be fucked. <laughs> I, I'm just like, oh, well. <laughs> I love it. Like, it's definitely something I've been learning over the last couple of years. And then to see you just really shine, I'm like, yeah, it's such <laughs> a great example of just being yourself and Thanks, the fact babe. that everything will fall in line, like the right people will show up for you, things will work out yeah. from being you rather than trying to too hard to do something else. It's completely not you. Exactly. And I think like, yeah, that can make some people feel uncomfortable or, you know, um, confronted. Mm. Um, confronted is probably the right word, um, but like, the majority of people that I interact with in my life um, like thank me for that. Mm. So that is also, you know, makes me feel like great. Well, being yeah. myself actually just really works then and yeah. like I'm on the makes right people happy. And, you know, some people that um, don't like it or judge me for it or think that I'm still posturing or whatever like I just release them to the universe because I'm like that's okay babe yeah. no worries that's like their th feelings. that's They're their feelings feel and that, that is yeah. okay whereas when I was posturing I used to worry yeah. about the judgment and be like what do they think who do they da 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 yeah. but now that I'm actually not performing people who judge that I'm like cool love yeah. you <laughs> what's yeah. up yeah. and uh, you know that might sound like annoying to some people but it's really good and <laughs> it's very peaceful yeah, but it takes real. a lot of work yeah for sure it's definitely being expensive on the therapy bills yeah. but <laughs> worth it though definitely worth it, worth it. it's an investment yourself. it's yeah. like people are like oh do you have stocks where are you putting your money on like 
into my brain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> into my brain and yeah. my heart so yeah. I can cope with this crazy world. Because it's full on. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also but you're prepared. amazing. You've I'm prepared. You're I'm prepared. prepared. <laughs> <laughs> so when you are feeling unaligned to your authentic self, do you have any tips or tricks, anything that you go back to that instantly you're like, yeah? Yeah, I mean, uh, it happens to me probably once or twice a month. I mean, it's definitely a lot of the time um, triggered by like my cycles mm. um, or changes in hormones or, you know, something that might trigger a past trauma, mm. whatever. And usually what happens to me is I get into like an anxiety spiral or like disassociate or feel really like out, like out of body. Mm. Um, and I do lots of grounding exercises where I'll bring myself into the room. Like I'll be like yellow glass, you know, door handle, Claire, flower. And I'll just do it over and over again to try and bring myself back into my body. And if I can, which I usually can, and not everyone has this privilege, but like I just go home and just shut it down and cancel it and be like apologize to someone I might not be able to see mm. or a brief I might not be able to finish or a staff member I have to leave alone and just be like it's better for everyone if I go and just watch reality tv show and like close my binds right now because yeah, I actually can't it'll get worse yeah you know for me and, and for everything yeah. around me yeah so it's like yeah my general thing is to do my grounding and then like go really hard on the just like blocking everything out and if that's something more active like if it's having a bath and doing a face mask that's like a bit more active self-care or if it's literally eating like chicken noodle soup and watching the kardashians like either way is fine yeah whatever i can muster yeah and like not feeling guilty for for that at all just being like whichever unit of self-care i need that's what i'm doing like it happened to me last week because i had a doctor's appointment that was just like really full on because I had to cover like several different things in it and afterwards I was just like fucked like I was just super triggered I was like disassociating and I have a new partner who is it's very new so like he's not completely up to speed with my mental health because I'm still like I'm not gonna shock you with all of that straight away let's let you in slowly yeah 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 yeah. but he was like come over and like I could tell I was in flight or my flight or (laughs) fight or flight because as soon as I got there he was just like you know relax like he like had got me flowers and all these nice things but usually I'd need to just be alone from everyone and like go home and just like do the you know whichever self-care mode and I noticed I was like lying in the sun with him on the couch being like when should I go when should I go when should I go and I was like just stay like he's hugging you it's okay and then I I just asked for what I need and I was like I need to be in your bedroom watching a show with the blinds closed and that's what I did and then I just had that day and I felt pretty weird all day and then slept on it and woke up fine just need to know what you need you just have to shut the fuck down sometimes and i think like everyone no matter what like your you know mental health is like if you have whatever shutdown means to you it's like the world is so impenetrable sometimes and it's like so overwhelming and we're stimulated all the time and we're 
you know, victims of toxic productivity and toxic independence and all of these things, toxic positivity. And sometimes you just need to a fucking break. Yeah. And it's all going to be there when you come back. Yeah. After 24 hours, whatever it is. Yeah. It's still all going to be there. And you also don't need a reason either. It's like, even if you've come back from a nice Bali holiday and the first day back at work, you spin out and people like you've just been on a holiday. It's like, doesn't matter. Yeah. It's so true. There's you know? no formula. There's no, no. Or wrong way to live. No. Yeah. yeah. Well, we... So, I don't know. Kardashians, bath, grounding exercises. I love it. We've got it all. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Whatever you need, babe. <laughs> Long term, the dream life. Mm. Where are you going? Where is future Kayla at? Dream life would be definitely I want to consolidate really large scale installs Mm -hmm. that I would work towards for periods of time like florists that have taken it to that level like loose leaf I don't know if you know them but they only do art-based public sculpture now that's all botanical based so they've actually moved to Europe they did their last exhibition here at Heidi Gallery so huge Um, but like ideally I'd love to have like four big jobs internationally a year that are like we're working towards and they take that many months because it's yes. like fabricating and you know sourcing wow. and drawing and all of that and then I'd love to travel with work as well because cool. I think as a young person like I'm 28 and I haven't been able to travel that much because I've decided to have two businesses that are very hands-on yes and like I've done a lot of Southeast Asia but I haven't done anywhere else and I think for me it being someone who's very career focused traveling with work would be just amazing ideal and how informative it would be to your creative process yeah to see all these different places and be informed by yeah them. whoa watch this space yeah hopefully gucci how? runway that's what i want oh amazing we'll put it out there. it'll <laughs> yeah. happen it'll happen i can anyone. see it <laughs> anyone from gucci yes anyone's <laughs> gucci out there seriously Okay, we're going to finish off with our rapid fire. So we've got a few questions for you to answer. Just the first word or sentence that comes to mind. Okay, so what have we got? If you are to describe yourself in just one word, what would it be? Playful. Oh, I like that. (laughs) If you are to describe your creative output, what would that be? Loud. (laughs) And intertwined too, I like that. What is the proudest moment in your creative journey so far? Oh my God. Probably, um, oh, that's so hard. Probably the NGV. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And that was beautiful. I Thank that you. It was amazing. Thank you. You really took pride of place by going like, you the were, block colors yeah you were loud yeah it was, it was loud <laughs> it was yes yeah, yeah. so you yeah great if you could go back to the kayla who say about 13 to 16 and give her one piece of advice Ooh. what would that piece of advice be you um probably that you're lovable and everything's going to be okay mm. i was really unwell those ages I was like severely underweight and like already into drugs and alcohol and like I just want to hug her so bad she just needs to hear that yeah and like love comes from within not without Mm. like don't look for 
a boy or a girl to make you feel good about yourself. Yeah. Well, that's beautiful. Mm. Thank you so much for your time. Tell Pleasure. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. How can people find you? Um, people can find me on my website at xfloss.com.au or um, on Instagram, which is xfloss underscore underscore or who's Kayla Moon. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, and Stay Soft Studio. Oh, and Stay Soft and Studio. And Stay Soft Studio. The tongue, tongue twister. twister. <laughs> we can't forget it. But if you go to Who's Kayla Moon, it's all in there. It's all there. It's all in one place. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Claire. Yay. Cheers. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. So good. We did great. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Inspiration to Creation. If you've enjoyed this episode, please come and connect with me on Instagram at Amilla Studio or in our Facebook discussion group. Just search Inspiration to Creation podcast. This is an independent podcast and I'm so appreciative of your time and support. If you could follow this podcast on the platform that you're listening to this episode on or leave a review on Apple Podcasts, I'd be forever grateful. It helps so, so much to spread the word about purpose. Thanks again. Bye. This podcast is created for educational and entertainment purposes only and not intended as a substitute for seeking professional help. 